Welcome back inside the Wildcats Den. I'm Colin Castleberry, your host here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. A packed show in front of us. As always, we talk with head coach Matt Hauser about the upcoming football game on Friday night. We also catch up with golf coach Buddy Settles, volleyball player Sidney Moffitt, and many more. All that and more coming up right here inside the Wildcats Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Livingston Academy head golf coach, Buddy Sells. Uh, coach Sells, uh, have you started off the year at a couple, uh, or had a couple, that is, uh, pretty sizable tournaments, had the early bird uh, at Golden Eagle, and now uh, the tournament up in Crossville. What do you think tournaments like that do for you guys here early on in the season? Uh, the tournament at uh, Golden Eagle uh, prepares us for the district tournament. Uh, that's where... It'll be held. Uh, luckily, this year um, during the early bird, there was there was a little bit of weather actually, which kind of gave us opportunity to see how uh, the course reacts to, to a little bit of moisture and, and see what kind of adjustments we need to make if something happens like that around uh, district time. Uh, it's always a good measuring stick against uh, all the other teams in our district when we have these uh, meet. Uh, where we have everybody and we can kind of, you know, size each other up and see, um, you know, where we kind of stand in this early preseason or, well, early season um, part here. Uh, today at uh, Lake Tangy, it gives us, you know, another look at a different course. You know, maybe there's a golfer that uh, didn't perform as well as they'd like to at the early bird and maybe had a good day at Tangy and you kind of have an, an eye out for them. Uh, going forward into postseason play. You mentioned it last time we talked. Uh, obviously, you've got three girls, and, and they've had various reasons, a volleyball or a job, that they couldn't get out there as much as maybe they'd like to or you'd like for them to. What have you liked here early on in the season from your uh, your three girls? Um, well, with most of them, just them persevering and not uh, – not hanging up their their cleats, so to speak, and just quitting. Uh, they, you know, they're 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 young. I have two freshmen uh, that have just started playing, basically, and just them willing to come out and still work and uh, and try to get better and, and feel more comfortable and, and more prepared to to actually participate uh, in a match. And, uh, and just work towards uh, getting to that next match and becoming more familiar and more comfortable in, in playing against players of better caliber or more experience. Uh, but they, they've done a good job uh, persevering, not letting uh, adversity kind of you know, weigh them down and uh, just keeping a, a good mindset and uh, open mind and, and really working on just trying to get better uh, each time they go out and play. On the opposite side, uh, a young guys squad led, of course, uh, by a junior in Tayshawn Hayes. What have you liked early on from Tayshawn? And, and really maybe even more than that, what have you kind of liked from this young core uh, of, of guys? Uh, they're, they're really a fun group to be around. Uh, that's that's not throwing shade at anybody I've had before, but, but these guys really – uh, look to get out there and play. Like, uh, you know, 
I don't have to tell them, hey, guys, let's go practice this day or that day. A lot of the times I'll go out there and, hey, you know, there everybody is. You know, it might be Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon, and everybody's out there playing. So they really have the initiative. Uh, Tayshawn's done a good job of getting out there and practicing and setting a good example for these younger guys. Um, they have um, familiarity, familiarity with each other from playing baseball also. Uh, so there's kind of, you know, a an extra facet to their relationship. Uh, but Tayshawn, is, is, he's put work in. He's working to get better. He's wanting to get better. Uh, Isaac's put a lot of work in. Uh, he's, he's another one that's got got a job, and, you know, that kind of cuts in on a little bit of the time. But, but still, just the the want to, the drive to, to try to perform and want to be better, you know. Um, and it's, it's, it's infectious. You know, everybody on the, on the boys' side is eager and, and ready to get out there. You know, I'll, I'll talk to them. They might have a bad hole somewhere, you know, and even even in that bad hole, they're, you know, they're ready to get out there on that next level. Hey, Coach Buddy Sells. Coach Sells, before we let you go, uh, early in the season, obviously still a long way to go, a lot of work to do. What are some of the things overall that you've seen from the team that – you guys have got to try to improve on as we get deeper into this season and obviously later on approach district play. Well, something that, I, that I've seen uh, early on in these big tournaments and things is just a few player development type things. Um, it's just stuff that I'm going to have to get out there with them and, and work on uh, situational type stuff, you know, when to be when to be short, when to be long, where to miss, uh, things like that. Um, it, it, but the good news is, is those are kind of advanced uh, problems that we have. You know, it's not anything uh, ability-wise that we've got to really worry about. It's just kind of kind of the mental aspect of it. Uh, we've talked about, too, um, especially the young guys, the freshmen, going to some of these bigger tournaments like this, uh, talked about not getting caught up with uh, – the group that you're playing with as far as how they're playing. If somebody's out playing you, if they're hitting it further than you, you know, don't worry about what uh, they're doing. You play your game. And, uh, you know, each time we play uh, Golden Eagle, I, I tell them every single time, I'm like, guys, just don't worry about what the guy that you're playing with is shooting. You know, I mean, keep their score and everything. But focus on, on what you're doing. You know, try to do better than you did the last time you were there. Compete against yourself to get better uh, that way. Hey, Coach Buddy Sells, Livingston Academy Golf. Coach Sells, thanks so much for taking a few minutes out of your afternoon here and talking to us, and good luck uh, to to the golf team in Crossville, and obviously uh, good luck down the line. Yes, sir. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, and go Wildcats. Welcome back inside the Wildcats Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Junior golfer Alora Budzelik joining us now. Alora, what drew you to golf? Because, I mean, everyone can love basketball, football, baseball, but why golf? What initially drew you to the sport? Um, I'd have to say my dad, he's the golf instructor down at Hidden Valley. A lot of people come to him for lessons and turn to him for all their golf needs. And I mean, he just really loves the sport. And then I'd also have to say along with my sister, she played all throughout middle school and high school. And I guess, I mean, they're just really phenomenal. And uh, living up to that legacy would have to be one of the main inspirations for that. Um, 
And then, of course, just a lot of persuasion of your dad's phenomenal. Why aren't you? So <laughs> I, I guess trying to prove I could do something with that. And uh, I don't know. I have to say that's it. I mean, they're just they're really good at what they do. And I just kind of wanted to follow in those footsteps. Yeah, I'm I, following in a parent's footsteps can be one challenging thing, but I mean, what is it like to follow in your sister's footsteps or at least have that person ahead of you that's kind of setting the example? You see that all the time in high school sports. It's always, well, why can't you be your brother? Or why aren't you your sister? What is it like to try to kind of live up to, to her legacy having played before you? Um, I wouldn't say it's too, too challenging. I mean, we all uh... – we have family time, and we'll go out, and we'll hit a couple balls, and uh, I work at the golf course, and so say for like Father's Day, we all went out and played a couple holes when I had time in between work, and it's all just a great like family bonding type of thing where, uh, I mean, Dad's helping us with our swings, I'm hitting good shots, Zoe's hitting good shots, it's just really like the bonding of being a family, and I mean, Zoe's legacy isn't too hard to live up to although she was good but it's nothing that I just really struggle struggle with but I I I guess it's that's about it I mean it's kind of that's how my family I guess would be remembered is that we all just kind of have a love for golf what do you feel like is an aspect of your game that you would really love to improve over this you know this season or this year what's the one thing you'd love to get better at um, I definitely say the mental side of it. Golf's a very mental sport where, I mean, you're alone on the course and it's you and the ball. And it's not so much a team sport where you can rely on somebody else to be like, you make the shots, it's all you. And I guess just improving that part of uh, being okay with making bad shots and just looking up to the next one and doing better. And I just, yeah, the mental side of it. It's where I really struggle. I mean, Although my driver needs to straighten up a little bit. That's about it. (laughs) Got to straighten up that drive. You mentioned the mental side of it. Uh, Alara, the question then I suppose is how in the world do you work, play volleyball, get in time, getting a couple swings in on the golf course? I mean, talk to me about this calendar that has to be running your entire life. Um, Yes. I mean, I'm a very, very busy girl. I I try and manage it all, but sometimes I do struggle, although – like during work um dad will come and help me a little bit and like we'll go outside right outside hole number nine and hit a couple balls and then volleyball uh it's been a lot better where we have that fifth block now so I get out of school earlier around like three and just go straight to work and close that up and then I mean I have the mornings off I'm taking a lot of all-state classes so I have a lot of classes in between then I can just stay home and rest for a while and catch back up on work and you know just household stuff but I just try and do my best although sometimes it does really get hard with that. All right, Alora Budzelic, junior golfer here at Livingston Academy. Alora, before we let you go, what would you say is your one piece of advice to lower classmen or, or some of these uh, people that might want to join up, take up golf, uh, and play the game that you love? Um, I'd definitely just say do it. I know we're looking for a lot of women players. It's very few, far and few between that we see women playing golf nowadays but I mean it, it's fun when you're hitting good shots and I mean the bad shots are they're bad but you you know what to fix um 
but it is such a fun sport. Um, I, I don't know. I really love it. It's something I would like to, you know, continue on for life, and it's something you can play when you get old. It doesn't just stop there after high school. Um, yeah. All right, Alora Budzelic, junior golfer here at Livingston Academy. When we come back inside the Wildcats Den, we will be on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Welcome back into the Wildcat Den here on WLIV. Uh, head coach of the football team, Mathen Hauser. Coach, offseason is officially behind us. It has come to a close. Uh, before we get into the season in week one, what were your feelings coming out of uh, the scrimmage last Friday night? Kind of what do you feel like your team learned? What are some things you and your coaching staff learned that you can carry over? You know, first off, just proud of the guys, their effort throughout camp. It's It's tough to – grind all winter long and spring and and then get into summer and and show up every day to get ready for games that don't start till august so you know proud of them the effort that they gave uh throughout the off season um through the preseason getting it uh, to this point just proud of them on friday night you know it's the first time we've been out under the lights and playing in a game type atmosphere with with um you know in front of your crowd with the game jerseys on and, and just going at it and and they executed well um you know, the varsity played the first quarter, and it was 21 nothing at the end of the first quarter. And then JB played to a scoreless tie and had a couple opportunities uh, to put some points on the board. So just proud of all the guys, all 50-plus uh, that dressed, got in the game, and uh, now it's on to the, the real deal. How much did you and your team enjoy uh, getting to put on kind of that show under the lights, the participation you got from people showing up, coming out to watch you guys in just a scrimmage last Friday? It was great. It's a good opportunity for these guys. You know, they, they only get a handful of chances in their high school to career to to show up and, and play in a game uh, in front of fans. And, you know, so they, they put a lot of time and effort um, – into just preparing for one night a week and so anytime you get a chance to get out and play and that they're able to do well and just to see the emotion on their faces um, coming off the field you know winning the jamboree I know that's not much um, doesn't count for anything in the long term but you know it's just, it's a just a momentum thing for them just getting to that point where they believe that they can compete and win games is is where we've been trying to get to the whole offseason. What does it mean to your guys, and what does it mean to you as somebody who obviously played here to get to open the season here at home uh, in week number one? It's huge. Um, a lot of the, you know, it's it's always a pride thing when you play at home, uh, but the fact that we've played the last two years, having to play most of the games on the road, all in, you know, um, in 21, all the games on the road, a lot a lot of the games early in the season on the road last year. So finally getting to open a season at home in a brand-new stadium um, in front of your own fans, that's huge. Uh, we hope to have everybody's support to come out. These guys have worked hard, um, and we're just looking forward to it. We're really excited about it. What do you guys have to do come Friday night to christen this new stadium and get your, your first win, uh, not just of your tenure, but obviously uh, in the stadium? I think that um, we've, we've obviously got to execute and we just got to show up and play for each other. Um, we talk about you know, doing things for the guy next to you to make sure that they're successful and not worrying about your own stats and your own headlines. And that's the thing with the players is once they execute and do things for their teammates, uh, everything else just kind of falls into place. So we've got to show up and play in all three phases of the game, execute, play physical, finish every single play, 
Uh, and we can't play the scoreboard. We just got to play the play in front of us. Um, and whether it's good or bad, play before, just drop it, move on. Um, and I think these guys are ready for it. I think they've they've been put in some difficult situations and, and they've responded well. So uh, we've had a good week of practice and look forward to um, you know, getting on the field on Friday. 101.9 AM, 920 WLIV. I'm Colin Castleberry, and we are inside the Wildcats' den where there is plenty to look forward to over the next couple of days, including, of course, a football game at home versus Trousdale County. Coverage will begin at 6.15 right here on WLIV. Elsewhere, over the weekend, the L.A. girls soccer team will be at a tournament in Gatlinburg, that one going from Friday through Sunday. Then on Monday, the volleyball team will be at home versus Gordonsville at 5 p.m. Tuesday, the volleyball team will be at home against Uppermen at 5 p.m. That is your schedule ahead. One more time, football at home against Trousdale County at 7 p.m. on Friday night. The girls' soccer team at the Gatlinburg Tournament over the weekend. Monday, volleyball at home versus Gordonsville at 5 p.m. And Tuesday, volleyball at home against Upperman at 5 p.m. When we come back here on the Wildcats' den, we'll catch up with one of those volleyball players, senior Sydney Moffitt, when we return on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Welcome back inside the Wildcats' den here at Livingston Academy on WLIV, and we are with multi-sports star Carson Parrott. This time it's about the football team, but we'll catch up in the spring about baseball. Carson, though, on the football field, what has the offseason been like uh, this year with the changing of the guard going to, obviously, alumnus and kind of a legend here at Livingston Academy in head coach Mattenhauser? Uh, the offseason, it's been really good. We've been putting a lot of work in. You know, Coach Hauser, he's drawn up a great game plan for this season, great game plans for every week, different opponents, but uh, it's just been different. A lot of conditioning, a lot of running, he's trying to get us in shape for the game. You know, he's just. It's been different. It has been different. You you know, you're obviously somebody who straps up that name Wildcats, puts it across your chest in a couple different sports. What does it mean to strap up, put that Livingston Academy logo and, and the name Wildcats across your chest? What does it mean to you? Well, like everybody says, you know, you you put hog eye across your chest. It ain't just about you wearing the number. It's about, like, all the people before you wearing the number, you, just all the history and all the tradition here. And it's just means a lot to be able to just wear the jersey and just think about all the people who played the number before you did. As somebody who's obviously uh, becoming an upperclassman and taking a bigger leadership role, what do you have to do to help this team, uh, you know, surprise some people this season and have some success? I've just got to push everybody to their as much as they can do in practice and try to get everybody as good as I can get or as good as they can be. What are you specifically looking to change or improve in your game this season on the gridiron? I think I caught the ball pretty well last year. Things to improve on uh, tackling this year and definitely blocking. Tackling and blocking for me personally. Two pretty basic things. How do you plan to improve tackling and blocking? Practice. <laughs> Easiest answer on the planet, right? Carson, just practice, practice, practice. It is just constant hitting practice. How excited are you to finally strap it up on Friday night under the lights, hit somebody else, and play one that counts? Really excited. I think everybody else is too. After our little uh, scrimmage at Jackson, or our little uh, jamboree, or whatever that was at Jackson County, I think everybody's pretty excited for our first game. WLIV, the Wildcats, then. That was Carson Parrott. When we come back, 
Welcome back inside the Wildcats Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Sydney Moffitt, senior volleyball player here at Livingston Academy. And with a grin on her face, I've got to think that means the season has started off on a good note, Sydney. So how, how are we feeling here just about a week into the regular season? I'm feeling pretty good about us. We're a really good hustling team. We've been hitting better. Our blocks have gotten better. Um, we haven't stopped improving since the beginning. So we just keep on doing better, and I'm excited to see us towards the middle and end of the season. So you feel like this team certainly took everything from the summer and, and all the, the camps and workouts, and they have then continued that progress here into the season? Oh, yes, for sure. We just keep on getting better each game. And we learn a lot each time we play, so I feel like we do better. Well, you guys have certainly got a couple uh, big ones coming up next week. Uh, on Monday, it's versus Gordonsville. Tuesday, you guys have got Upperman. What do you guys have to continue to do to improve and begin to uh, you know, pick up win after win? Um, I feel like we just need to continue playing hard and just keeping the right mindset. We don't need to get down on ourselves. We need to just keep playing to the best of our abilities. And especially towards these more intimidating teams, I guess, like Upperman, I just think if we come out with a good mindset, I think we can beat them. As a senior leader, how do you keep this team of young but incredibly talented girls from getting intimidated by the name on the other side of somebody's jersey, the Uppermans or so on and so forth? I just tell them just do your job. If you do your job, then you don't have anything to worry about. If you do what you need to do, Keep a good mindset. Just stay calm. You'll be fine. There's nothing you can do more than that. There are so many different roles one can play, positions one can play on the volleyball court. Is there a position or maybe just something you've always wanted to do on the volleyball court that you maybe haven't had the chance to? Um, I've wanted to be an outside hitter, (laughs) but since I'm the libero, I stay on the ground. I don't have much of a vertical for that, so... I can't really block, but I like to hit. But but if you could, you could develop the vertical. You certainly would love to get up there and block and hit. Oh yeah, for sure. I love it, but I'm not very good at it. <laughs> Does that make you your your hitters and your uh, your blockers like your middles your their biggest fan? Are you like their biggest cheerleader? Oh yeah, for sure. You should see me like whenever they get like a good kill or a good block, I'm like down on the floor screaming for them. I'm like, yes. I love screaming for them. They do so good, and I'm proud of them, especially since most of them are not as experienced. Mm-hmm. So I really make sure that I'm, like, cheering for them so they know that, like, they have support if, even if they do mess up. Who are some of your role models on or off the court, some people you maybe look up to that, that you've modeled your game after or just that inspire you? Uh, Zoe Fleck off of the Texas volleyball team. Well, she's – She's so good. She's so quick. She reads the ball. She runs the back row. She is such a leader on the court, and I want to play like her. Like, I really look up to her and how she plays, I guess. Senior volleyball player Sydney Moffitt here on the Wildcats Den. When we come back on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, we continue here from Livingston Academy. Back inside the Wildcats Den here at Livingston Academy, and we are joined now by senior dance team member Lexi Davis. Lexi, I think the easiest question I can ask is, what brought you to the dance team? Why the dance team? 
Okay, so originally when I thought of all the teams I could do for L.A., I originally chose softball, but then my sophomore year, um, I had a lot of friends that were on the dance team, and it really just spiked my interest. Um, I had never danced a day in my life. Never. Um, so I was very confused at first. I didn't understand it a lot of the times. I didn't understand the terms, but eventually I really just fell in love with it, and it's like my favorite thing to do. So is that something now you pursue outside of the dance team, or is the dance team still the only dancing we're doing? Um, other than in my bedroom, dance team is the only thing that I do. Did you stay on the softball team? Are you still playing softball, or is it strictly dance team now for Lexi Davis? Um, so I played my sophomore year of softball, but after that, I realized that dance took up a lot of my time. So um, we're just doing dance now. Speaking of taking up a lot of your time, how do you juggle school and homework with the dance team and, and trying to have you know maybe some semblance of a social life? Um, yeah, and work on top of that, too. So um, pretty much what I do is I have a calendar on my phone and I time block everything. Without that, I think I would be like chaos. I would be in utter chaos. Besides dance team, because we all know it's your favorite, what would you say is your favorite subject in school? What's your favorite and why? Um, definitely theater. I just, I, I'm a theater kid. I've been in plays like my whole senior year. Like this year I'm in plays both semester. I did it last year and I did it my freshman year. So like theater is my favorite thing, honestly, because life can be a lot sometimes and theater is like my escape. Like I get to be, I get to pretend to be someone else. What is your favorite thing about being on the dance team, maybe being the group that brings some energy to a basketball game or a football game or, or a pep rally? My favorite thing is probably bringing something new to the table every game, like new choreography, a new song, um, and just watching the reactions and learning new things, um, learning techniques. That's probably my favorite thing, and just the spirit overall of the team. All right, Lexi Davis, senior dance team member. Before we let you go, Lexi, is there anything the dance team has to do before a competition, a game? Do you guys have a pre-game, pre-routine superstition? Um, well, <laughs> we don't really have like a superstition, but we like have a warm-up before every game, every practice. We do the same exact warm-up to the same exact songs, and I guess that would be – like, that's our superstition. We do it before every game, every practice, same song, same workout, same order. Senior dance team member Lexi Davis here at Livingston Academy on the Wildcats Den. This is 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Back inside the Wildcats Den, I'm Colin Castleberry here to close it out on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Thank you to each and every one of our guests here tonight. You heard from the dance team, the golf team, the volleyball team, of course the football team, and so much more. Remember, Friday night, LA football at home opens up the 2023 campaign versus Trousdale County coverage. We'll begin here on WLIV at 615, so don't miss out. For now, though, thank you for stepping inside the Wildcats Den. I'm Colin Castleberry. This has been the Wildcats Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV.